Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to ride. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. Wait a minute, I tell you. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to the David Pollock Show. To another exciting, action-packed David Pollock show. Uh, I'm joined tonight by a very special guest in studio. He's Jeff Adams um, from Revival- Revivalist Media. So you're going to hear him on the microphone a lot tonight. And um, for those of you viewing at home, I got this cool little feature that I'm going to be playing with on my stream yard where you can actually see us both in studio. See, I just did it right there so you can see us both. Hello. Yeah, you see that? So I'm going back to my... Uh, just my ugly face for you guys so I can get through the opening of this show. So, uh, as always, I-, I like to give you guys a recap um, of everything that's happened since the last time we spoke. But before I go there, and listen, uh, I'm a Florida State Seminole. I graduated from Florida State. I'm a die-hard garnet and gold guy. And uh, we uh, put a show on last night. Uh, at Camping World Stadium, I was there watching my Florida State Seminoles destroy the LSU Tigers. So I have to say, go Knowles! And uh, special thanks to my good friend, Scotty, for um, inviting me along to watch the show. It was fantastic. So my voice, I think it sounds okay, but I was yelling a lot last night. I was worried. But uh, I will always come on the air with a voice or without a voice for my listeners. And it is Labor Day, and you know what? I'm here live on Labor Day. No holidays for me. Because you only get me once a week. It wouldn't be nice, right? Uh, so here's what you missed, and here's what you need to put on your radar for the next few days here. And then we'll get into tonight's show. Um, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, everybody's favorite House speaker. Um, so we have a spending thing coming up. You know, you talk about government shutdowns. Uh, October 1st, government runs out of money. A lot of conservatives in Washington are threatening to shut down the government unless they get certain things. McCarthy is saying, no, 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 no. Let's do a short-term spending deal. Let's not shut down the government. We don't want to do that. This is the same Kevin McCarthy um, that got us that debt ceiling deal. You guys remember the debt ceiling deal? That deal where um, instead of putting a debt ceiling, they just removed it completely. That's what Republicans got in Congress with our majority. <laughs> no no limit to how much you can spend. And now, instead of shutting down the government to pursue um, uh, these issues that a lot of these Republicans ran on when a- asking Americans to give them control of the House, uh, McCarthy's asking for a short-term spending deal. We're not going to shut down the government. That's what Democrats do to get what they want, not Republicans. The Democrats do it, and they blame Republicans. Then when Republicans are in charge, Republicans aren't going to do it. You guys, use the leverage you have to give America the results they're demanding. 
What is it going to take for you people to pay attention? And we're going to be talking about this later, so just put a pin in this conversation. And if you haven't been paying attention, uh, Kim Jong-un and Putin are planning to meet in Russia to discuss a weapons exchange. Uh, so way we went from uh, crossing uh, the border uh, with Trump and meeting with Kim Jong-un to them selling weapons to Russia. And that's what weak leadership on the global stage gets you. So, um, yeah, go Biden. And um, I've been warning you guys, Gavin Newsom, I'm telling you he's going to run. He's preparing to run. I think the establishments that be are looking to flush Biden down the toilet along with his vice president. I think they're just waiting to see what happens to Trump. And Gavin Newsom's out there talking about a shift on energy policy, which people think that is a sign that he's going to run for president. Um, just keep an eye out. I'm telling you, Gavin Newsom's coming. And I worry about him because um, he is articulate. And um, I think he can fool some people about what he actually wants to do to the country. So before any more delay, let's get right into uh, tonight's show topic. Uh, we're talking about witnessing Washington's warnings, the unjust dominion of America political America's political parties. So what we want to talk about tonight is America's political parties, who they actually serve. Um, in a few minutes, I'm bringing up a special guest, Brandon Strzok. He's founder of the Walk Away Campaign. And so I'm really excited to talk to him here in just a moment. But I want to kind of set this up for you in this conversation. And, and I need to go back to a guy who has a monument in Washington, D.C., George Washington. Uh, the left will tell you he's nothing better than a, 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 a colonizing slave owner. Um, but the founding father and first president of the United States, in his farewell address, he warned America, almost like a prophecy. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the farewell address. But in the farewell address, he warned of three things. Geographical sectionalism, uh, essentially not having one person in one or one group of people in one state or one region saying, hey, we're going to use this um, to our advantage. Civil war. He warned of political factionalism. And this is the popular one when he talks about um, basically the unjust dominion of people with the political parties being in charge. And then there was the interference by foreign powers, interesting enough. And uh, what that was basically a warning um, that foreign countries can get involved in domestic issues uh, and, and the influence can be extremely dangerous. Weird, right? Yeah. It, it, here we are in 2023. Political factionalism, political parties uh, are doing exactly what George Washington warned about. Um, their geographical sectionalism has already shown you what that can do, and we had a whole war about it. And now here we're talking about interference with foreign powers. It's like he was prophetic, but I don't think it's prophecy. What it is is our founding fathers, they studied political philosophy. They studied the failures of every other civilization that came before America, and they said, what do we do differently to protect people's God-given rights, and in that ever-delicate balance between um, giving up certain God-given rights for this sense of order, this political society. And they wrote this document, the Constitution. That's right. What, what, what is that again? I don't know. The U.S. Constitution. <laughs> and they wrote this simplistic document. And the whole idea was, this, these are the restrictions of what the government can't do to you. It's not a government. It's not a document that gives rights. People are always confused about this. The Constitution does not give you rights. It tells the government what rights they can't take. You have all the rights given by God to you. Those aren't rights for them. Those are rights to you. And the Constitution says uh, this is the only thing the government gets to do. Not the opposite. Ah, oh, but that was done. You know, ah, but it was, you know, years ago by you some slave-owning colonists. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah. Here, look, I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> so, so the idea here is this. 
These people knew the things that can destroy America. And they did whatever they could to prevent that from happening. They gave us the Constitution. They gave us the roadmap to have a political society that would last beyond um, the corruption of man. And it seems like our political parties and our political class are doing everything they can to take that power away from people. And one person who used to be a Democrat and said, you know what? I'm kind of done with the Democrats, and maybe this political party thing isn't working out too well. Is Brandon Strzok, and I want to welcome him to the show. Brandon, are you out there? Hey, what's going on? Hey, welcome to my show, brother. I'm so excited to be talking to you on air. Um, for the listeners at home, for those of you who go to our Twitter spaces, Brandon pops in there a lot. We have great conversations in the Twitter X world, and now we're having conversations on the airwaves. And so thank you for coming on the show. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff tonight. Um, the first thing I want to talk to you about, and if you heard a few minutes ago, I was uh, warning people about the danger of political parties, and you were in a political party that I think is at the heart of some of the danger we face, and you walked away, and you encouraged people to follow you. You said, look, uh, I'm leaving, you're cool, you're coming with me, and uh, you had something to say to the other guys, and now here you are, founder of this organization called Walk Away, who's done amazing work, who's shown people that they don't have to be um, enslaved to the Democratic Party, they can think for themselves, and uh, put America first. Tell us a little bit about Walk Away and how that all came to be. Sure. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say that I'm watching you on Twitter as we're talking, and this is really weird. This might be <laughs> – I've probably done 10,000 interviews in the last five years, but this is the first time I've been able to see the person, but they can't see me, and uh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> we're also, working on uh, that. So in the studio here, for you at home here, look, I, you can see this here. There's a little delay. But that guy right there, we've had a nice conversation today about how we can uh, modernize the show and so I can have – your face on this show for people to see as well. And we're working on it. Dave Pollock show is growing. So we're going to fix all of this, and it'll be even weirder when you look at yourself on Twitter when you're talking to me on the radio. This is kind of fun, though. I like it. I like I'm looking at you and my little phone in my hand, <laughs> but we're on the radio. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, all right. Sorry. I get you're good. amused by stupid things. Um, yeah, so a walk away is a movement of people walking away uh, from the Democratic Party or who perhaps recently walked away or at some point walked away. But, you know, it's also um, it's really a movement for all people, because as Walkaway started to grow, I launched it in May of 2018. We had a very explosive first year. Well, explosive first two or three years. Um, and then, you know, we we encountered a, a good amount of trouble, which uh, we can get into. But uh, as the movement uh, exploded out of the gate and continued to grow and grow, there were so many lifelong Republicans and conservatives who just sort of fell in love with what we were doing and wanted to be a part of it and wanted to help and wanted to support. And so a lot of those people started joining. And originally this started as a Facebook group. Um, in May of 2018, I launched a Facebook group called Hashtag Walkaway Campaign. I encouraged people to make videos and written testimonials telling their stories about why they were walking away and kind of come together in unity and support. Because I often say when people walk away from the Democratic Party, it's a lot like leaving a cult. Um, you're not just changing your voter registration, you're walking away from friends, family, job opportunities, you know, really the life that you once knew. And so um, as people started joining the group and sharing their videos and stories, uh, we also had a lot of people, conservatives and Republicans who wanted to be a part of it. And I told them right out of the gate, you know, share your videos too, share your stories and tell the truth about why you're conservative. Use your voice, use social media to take back the narrative of who you are and what you believe in and what your conservatism is all about because the mainstream media 
has hijacked that from you and labeled you racists and bigots and you know terrible people and labeled Donald Trump that. So you know, use the testimonial format to share the truth and to welcome people who are walking away. And so the Republican side of the movement ended up sort of like coming up with this name for themselves that they call the hashtag walk with, <laughs> meaning that they walk with those who walk away. And so it's been just, you know, really amazing. It's, it's, it's a very kind of uh, unified, you know, slice of America, I think, at its absolute best when you've got people from all across the political spectrum coming together in unity and support to try to save our country. Yeah, and and, and the, you know you you, may, you bring up an excellent point when you talk about like walking away from a cult, and and you know I'm often referred to as a cult member because I support President Trump, and we'll get into that in a little <laughs> bit. But but you're right, and welcome to uh, becoming a racist and a sexist and a homophobic and a xenophobic and uh, you know all of those things because that's what Republicans are, and we've talked about this you know in other places, and Republicans are given such a like they label us everything. And so, yeah, and, and people won't talk to you. It hurts your relationships. People literally won't be friends with you anymore. Um, being a conservative in 2023, uh, I mean, it, it's like the worst thing you can be to people on the left. And you walked away from that. And let me ask you, as somebody who was active in a party that thought we were all racist, homophobic, sexist, xenophobics, and all these other horrible ists and icks, um, when you got here, uh, what did you experience? Well, I mean, I, you know, so I got here at a time when I launched. So I launched a six minute video basically detailing all the reasons I was walking away. And that's how people started to find out about me. And so I think people became so inspired when they saw that video, inspired by this concept that there were people waking up and walking away. So, I, I mean, I was loved and embraced and supported and, and lifted up and and this is so much of what makes me very, very angry about the left. Um, I mean, there's so many things it's hard to even list out or prioritize what they are. But, you know, it, it's, they gaslight us so much. I mean, down to the point of, like, literally we'll say something didn't happen that's happening right in front of our eyes. And I'm able to show them, like, look, I was actually asked to speak at a Trump rally. Like, I opened for President Trump. I, you know, I have been... I'm looking right now at uh, shelves that I have in my living room that are filled with different awards that I got from Republican clubs across the country, you know, Patriot of the Year, uh, Game Changer of the Year, all of these different things. I'm like, how could this possibly happen if Republicans hate me so much? And I've had people on the left tell me time and again, oh, if you went to a Trump rally, they'd kill you. Yeah. They'd all try to murder you. I'm like, I've been to like 20 Trump rallies <laughs> and they actually asked me to speak. Like, what are you talking about? But these, uh, they're, they're mentally ill and they're, they're abused. They've got an abuser's mentality and they're gaslighters. And so uh, it's nearly impossible to get them to listen to reason. Yeah. And then you have the media narrative, too. I mean, they have lockstep. They have their socialist media that literally says anything that needs to be said in order to prop up that, that false narrative. Um, Brendan, I'm going to take a super quick break. And if you can hang on, and you can actually, since you're watching on your phone, this live stream doesn't stop when we go on break. So you can see me in the background. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. Hang on for just a second. And we come back, we're going to talk more about walkaway. Is that good? Sounds great. Thank All right, brother. You. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. More with Brandon. More about walking away. And uh, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you in a 
insurance agent or property manager looking for a reliable and accurate property inspection? Floridian Property Consultants specializes in citizens' insurance packages and replacement cost appraisals, so you can get bound quickly, easily, and accurately. FPC's experienced inspectors will make sure each assessment meets all the insurance carrier standards while ensuring that you don't pay for more than you need. Work with a company that respects your time and budget as much as you do. Visit online at FloridianPropertyConsultants.com. That's FloridianPropertyConsultants.com. Hey friends, David Pollock here. If you're craving the best soft serve ice cream around, Topper's Creamery's got you covered. Serving the Apopka community for over a decade, Topper's is known for the finest old-fashioned custard-style soft-serve ice cream in a variety of flavors, from their French vanilla bean to exciting specials like German chocolate cake. But the experience doesn't end there. Be sure to grab a fresh-baked waffle cone or a sundae topped with my favorite, the fresh-baked brownies. They even offer pup cups for your four-legged friends. So hurry in to Topper's Creamery in Apopka, South 512 Hunt Club Road. Make sure to Tell him David sent you. Welcome back to the David Pollock Show. Sometimes I just sit here and listen to the music. I say that this show has the best soundtrack in all of talk radio. There's no award for that, so nobody can say that's not true. We'll get you an award. We'll get you an award. Yeah, I want, yeah. An award. I want a trophy, a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Uh, we're still here with Brandon Straka. And before we get back into the substantive part of the conversation, I I want, because a lot of times if you guys listen to this show, you know we run out of time because we talk so much, we have so much fun, and then, oh, no, we got to go to a break. So before we do anything else, we're doing business. And I got to tell you guys one of the reasons why I wanted Brandon to come on the show. And he's going to be back, so don't worry. We're going to talk to Brandon plenty. But one of the reasons why I wanted him here, I wanted to talk about, because it's the fifth anniversary of Walkaway, this year they're doing Walkacon. And I've been jokingly calling it Strakacon. I like it. I'm coining it. I want that. I want. Strakacon. Yes. Strakacon. <laughs> Strakacon. <laughs> so, Walkacon is coming up here November 10th through 12th, and it's at the Airport Hilton in West Palm Beach, which it's a beautiful area if you haven't been there. And what's so cool, and I go to a lot of these political functions, and I go and, you know, I put my suits on, I go and shake hands, and I have some fun, and I network and make friends. Um, you know, sometimes it can be fun, sometimes it can be a little stuffy. What I'm so excited about, about Walkacon, Strakacon, what I'm so excited about is it's not just like your typical thing. There's a, a fun cocktail reception on Friday night. Then on Saturday, there's a whole lineup of comedians, and they're going to be roasting Brandon. It's going to be so entertaining and so much fun. And on Sunday, there's a brunch with Carrie Lake, and there's other speakers, like Laura Trump is going to be there. And I always have to clarify, it's not Laura, it's Laura Trump. Laura. And i got to sound like a new Laura in Florida. In West Palm Beach. But, um, but uh, yeah, so she's going to be there and a whole lineup of great speakers. Everybody talking and there's going to be a rally. And the whole energy of it is really just inspiring people um, to walk away from the Democrat Party, join a movement of people who love this country and want to see it move in a better direction. And they have the courage to walk away. And a conference like this is so important because what happens is you go to a place because like Brandon was telling you guys, you know, you leave the cult of the left. And what happens is you find yourself in a new world where people aren't talking anymore. You can feel really isolated and alone. You could be abandoned 
for having the courage to be conservative. And WalkaCon Walk is going to be a great opportunity for people who are thinking about leaving the Democrat Party, who've already left, to be in a community of people who think and feel like you. And that's what's so cool about this. I'm going to be there. I'm super excited about it. And I hope you will be there with me, too. Brandon, did I leave anything out about WalkaCon that you want to mention? Well, a little bit. You kind of glossed over the stage extravaganza. Well, see, that's why you're Friday here. Night. So talk about it. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're right. It is because you kind of you made it sound like Friday's like just a cocktail party. Well, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> well, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> so Friday night begins. It's true. Friday night begins with a VIP reception. So we're going to have you know cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and that'll be an opportunity for people to meet our speakers and interact. And we're going to have people there like Laura Trump, Tudor Dixon, David Harris Jr. Uh, Dr. Gina Loudon, I mean, literally dozens of speakers. And we're, by the way, we're going to be adding more and more people in the next few weeks. So right now, um, I'm hopefully finalizing things with Matt and Mercy Schlapp. We're talking to Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, 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 Greg Kelly from Newsmax, and a number of other people. So there's going to be more speakers coming. Um, but so Friday night begins with a cocktail uh, VIP hour, and then the stage extravaganza. Yes, I forgot is, the stage extravaganza. <laughs> yes, which is, I, so I changed it because before I was calling it a conference and I'm, what a horrible marketing. Like, right? I, 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 I'm like, it's not a conference. It's a stage extravaganza. So we're going to have basically a combination of, we're going to be showing those we're going to have. I think I think your yeah. mom's trying to use the phone right now, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's um, beeps on the Whoa. phone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, am I back? Yeah, you're you're good. You got so excited there. Yeah, we're like beep beep beep. <laughs> I did. You know what? My phone is in my pocket and I have my headset in, and it just like started dialing. You got to be people. careful. You don't know who you're gonna dial. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Sorry about that. No. So what I'm saying is that extravaganza. Uh, so Friday night. Exactly. Friday night is gonna be like the main event, where basically it's a five-year retrospective of walkaway where we're going to take a look back down memory lane we're going to talk about the present and then we're going to look to the future how we're going to save our country and it's going to be a combination of amazing speakers like some of the people i just mentioned laura trump tudor dixon david harris jr lots of uh, more speakers to come and we're going to be showing uh, videos of some of the greatest moments from walkaway we're going to be doing a lot of laughing uh we're going to be talking about solutions to problems that we have and looking to the future so Friday is going to be, you know, a conference style stage extravaganza. And then Saturday during the day, we're actually going to get everybody outside and we're going to do an outdoor rally in West Palm Beach, Florida, and basically just bring patriots together to kind of get excited, rally, unify, use our voices. to, You know, a lot of people are feeling afraid these days yeah. to engage in their First Amendment rights. I want to make sure that, you know, people know that they have every right to gather and demonstrate and, and just like anybody else. And then Saturday night, we're doing a comedy roast event, so it's going to be very, very funny. Uh, and then, as you said, we're closing out the whole weekend with a Sunday brunch. It's called a Toast to Walkaway uh, with keynote speaker Carrie Lake. And she's going to be there taking pictures and signing books. And so, I mean, it's really it's going to be just like a, a really great weekend getaway for Patriots. People are not going to want to miss. Absolutely. And, and, and to our listeners that are not in Florida now, this broadcast on air, so our listening area is about Central Florida, so we know how good the weather is going to be come November. But for those of you streaming on social media, depending on where you are in the country, uh, November in Florida 
is very, very nice. So when you're freezing and there's ice on your car and salt on your roads and you've been wearing a sweater since October and you know what? Leave your jacket at home. Hop on your airplane. Uh, you can leave your mask at home too. You come on down to uh, West Palm Beach, where it's probably going to be in the 70s, beautiful, right around the corner from the ocean near Mar-a-Lago. It is amazing. So if you just need an excuse to have a vacation, there, there's no better excuse than Walkacon. So keep that in mind. And for those of you in my listening area listening on the radio right now, guys, it's like two and a half hours away. Uh, it's easy. And if you don't have to go to all three nights. Now, the pricing is awesome, too. And I want you to talk about that in a second, Brenda. But the pricing is very reasonable for this type of a conference or extravaganza. And um, and so it's you don't have to go to all three days. If, if Friday sounds fun to you, if the roast sounds fun to you, if meeting Carrie Lake sounds fun to you, you could do any of the three. Um, and it's only two and a half hours away. Just hop in your car and go for the day. So I encourage you to do it. Brenda, you want to talk about the pricing a little bit or that you want just want them to go um, to the website and find it there? No, I'm happy to talk about it. So um, I just, uh, for anyone who's watching this on Twitter right now, if you look in the comments, I just dropped the link, which is walkawayanniversary.com. So remember, this is our fifth anniversary celebration. So it's walkawayanniversary.com. So we're offering, as you said, a la carte. People can get tickets to just one event. They can get weekend passes. And we have various different levels, too. We tried to make this as affordable for people, honestly, at every level. Even our VIP level, we tried to make as affordable as possible because, you know, a lot of these events, and, you know, I won't name names, but you go to certain conferences and you get a VIP ticket, you're talking about thousands of dollars, yeah. thousands of dollars to go to get a VIP pass. We're doing the entire weekend VIP for $500. Yeah. And so what that gets you is, uh, you know, like front and center seating for the Friday night event, entrance into the cocktail and um, hors d'oeuvres reception with all of our speakers and the VIP. Um, for Saturday night, it's going to get you preferred seating to the roast as well as pictures with the roasters and a signed special edition poster for the roast. And for the Sunday brunch with Carrie Lake, it's going to get you preferred seating plus a copy of Carrie Lake's book, which she will sign, and a picture with Carrie Lake. Wow. So all of that. But again, I mean, you can also... Uh, yeah, I think we're charging like seventy-five dollars uh, for general admission. Just if you want to just attend the event, um, and then of course we have the weekend passes. We have VIP weekend passes. So we tried to do a little something for everybody, and and anybody and everybody is welcome to come to the Saturday rally, which of course is absolutely free. So, you know, even if you're you know having a really tough time right now, which a lot of people are, and I understand you want to be a part of something, come join us Saturday for the rally. Absolutely free to attend. Just come and join the group. We'd love to have you there. Yeah, it's th- that's it, guys. You heard it. I mean, these, these it's affordable. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so if you're interested in going to a political function where you could be around like-minded patriots, I, I recommend this. And and, and look, that t- I'm glad we did this, Brandon, because I have one minute and 14 seconds before I have to go to the break at the half. Um, and then I was going to shift. Uh, so I think what I'm going to have to do is carry on this conversation on our Twitter space tonight at 8.30. Hopefully you'll be there. And if anybody listening right now wants to talk to Brandon more, we're going to have this discussion. We're going to continue it. Um, Jeff's going to be there. 
there, right? Yeah, I'll be there. All right, Jeff's going to be there. Brandon, you're going to be there? I'll be there. Great, I'll be so there. go to at the Pollock Show. You'll see my Twitter space. Um, it'll be right there on my page. And you can go there. We're going to continue this conversation. But much more to come on the David Pollock Show. We're going to be talking about um, the Republican Party and, uh, and political parties in general. Brandon, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for telling us about WakaCon. And thanks for all you do, bringing patriots into the Republican Party and um, and doing what you're, your part uh, to save America. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and I'll, uh, I'll see you later tonight. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Um, we are going to go to a quick break, and we come back. Um, we're going to be talking about some issues in the Republican Party, and maybe there might be some Republicans looking to walk away, and what we can do as Republicans to save our party, because what good is it if we're growing the size of our tent and people are walking right out? So we're going to talk about that right after the break, so don't go anywhere. The David Pollock Show will be right back. David Pollack here. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're looking for more information on any of our sponsors, or perhaps you want to hear a replay of a past show, make sure to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. There you'll also find our latest articles, links to our social media, and opportunities to become a sponsor yourself. So remember to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. With today's economic environment, it's never been more important to secure your hard-earned wealth for you and your family's future. FinSec Life works to offer industry-leading customer service to help successful individuals and businesses protect their wealth. Whether it's a business succession plan, estate liquidity, or a variety of life and long-term care policies, FinSec Life can help deliver peace of mind, knowing that if something happens, you or your company is taken care of. Visit FinSecLife.com. That's F-I-N-S-E-C Life.com. Securities offered through Valmark Security, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Valmark Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. FinSec Life is a separate entity from Valmark Securities, Inc. and Valmark Advisors, Inc. Business owners, are you sick of dealing with those big-name telecommunications companies that leave you frustrated with terrible customer service and then lock you into long-term contracts? That's why I want to introduce you to my friends over at Public Telephone Company. They are an industry-leading VOIP provider offering all-in-one business communication solutions that are completely contract-free with competitive pricing. But perhaps the best part, they're all about supporting their customers with U.S.-based customer service and they're always willing to go the extra mile. Don't let your phone company drive you mad. Call Public Telephone Company today at 877-314-4080 or visit them at publictelephonecompany.com. That's publictelephonecompany.com. Welcome back to the David Pollock Show. As promised... Half the show gone already, guys. That's that's the speed of the David Pollock show. When you're having fun, that's what yeah. happens, man. It is, and it is a ton of fun. Um, and one of the reasons why I'm able to keep pace with all the excitement is because of my Beard Vet coffee. I talk to you guys about this every week, and I tell you about Beard Vet coffee. Um, if you go to beardvetcoffee.com or beardvet.com and you put in the promo code David, that's my name, uh, you get ten percent off. Ten percent. Ten percent. And who can't? Uh, who can't? I mean, everybody can use ten percent off these days with inflation. Just, just consider it an inflation. Re- this is an inflation reduction act. That's what it is. Yeah. Promo code David, ten percent off. And they don't just have coffee. And the coffee's great. I drink it before every show. I drink it every morning. Um, it's really fresh. 
no garbage coffee, and the proceeds go to take care of veterans and veteran organizations without any of the woke BS that other organizations tried to do. And uh, they also have beard oils and grooming, of course, because this beard vet, they have to have beard oils. They have apparels, uh, mugs and tumblers, all kinds of great stuff, and an energy drink that I can tell you guys I've used in the gym. I've brought it to my gym, um, and it tastes great. You just put it in your water. There's no carbs, calories, or anything. Uh, I, in, I encourage you to go to beardvet.com and get yourself some with promo code David. Get your 10% off. Boom. All right. We're back, and we are going to talk about Walk Away. And um, I want to talk about I'm going to shift gears just a little bit because you heard from Brandon uh, about the reasons why people would want to maybe leave the Democrat Party. Because in the time 2018, you got to think back to where we were. Um, Democrats were up to no good. Trump had just been elected in 2016. Um, before that, we had uh, a president in Obama that a lot of Republicans voted for, thinking that he was going to be the great uniter. So, so, such a great speaker. And he spoke on all of these platitudes about how, you know, what was his thing? Yes, we can. We, we can unite this country. Nope. Yep. 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 Nope, yep, yep. That's yep, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So <laughs> everybody felt all hunky-dory. We're like, yeah, this guy, especially after Bush, he wasn't a great public speaker. Everyone's like, yeah, where the, here comes Obama. He's going to save us all. He's going to unite the country. And we had never been more divided after Obama. Oh, it was horrible. Remember healthcare yeah. and all that? I, I mean, it was just basically was like, I'm in charge now. I'm going to do everything I want to do. I'm not even going to consider what Republicans might have to say or anything for that matter. You can go to the Supreme Court if you don't like it. That was his policy. That was the Obama doctrine was, I don't care if it's constitutional. Let the Supreme Court tell me it's unconstitutional. And then by the time it's unconstitutional, you'll already be used to it. So who cares? And yeah, that's the first yeah. time ever the word Racism came into play because if right. you were against his policies, oh, you're a racist. You're racist. You're well, racist. So you think that was that was just by accident? You don't think that was planned? Of course it was. So after Obama, when we're all divided, not unified, of course we had uh, some uh, less than exciting challengers to Obama in uh, what was it, 2012? Um, and uh, so here we are in 2016. Donald Trump gets elected, and there's a lot of reasons for it. And I, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get into it. Brian, now, Brian Brian is on the line. Brian, I know you're out there. I'm going to set this whole thing up, and we're going to have a great conversation. But here's the deal. Obama, for all of you liberals who listen to my show, I hope you're listening to the show because I don't, I don't try to, like, be offensive to any non-Republicans. I hope you listen to me and disagree with me and get angry but not think I'm nuts, but you probably do. Um, but here's the thing. If you don't like—no, no, you know what? I'm not talking to the people who aren't— Probably liberals aren't listening— for you Republicans that are listening to this show, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, for those Republicans that do not like Donald Trump, thank Obama. Because you probably voted for him. And Obama gave birth and gave rise to Donald Trump because Obama divided this country so badly that when Donald Trump came down the escalator and he made some promises that just sounded different, he made promises that sounded like Things that Republicans weren't like, you know, we don't want to be united. I want the border closed. I want my, I want the GDP to go up because Obama said that would never happen again. 3% growth would never, 3% growth. He's like, oh, you, you'll never see that in America. <laughs> we wanted GDP growth. We wanted better wages. We wanted better jobs. We wanted lower taxes. We wanted less division and hate. And Donald Trump came down an escalator and promised all of that. And you know what? He delivered on every single one of those promises in spite of impeachments, in spite of Republicans working against him. Remember the thumbs down? You remember the thumbs down? Yeah. We almost un He promised to get rid of Obamacare. And if it weren't for John McCain, it would have. Republicans, if you guys are mad that you still have Obamacare, thank a Republican. 
and this goes and sets up my segment perfectly, right? If you're mad that Trump has been indicted in Fulton County and booked with a mugshot, blame a Republican. If you're mad that there is no debt ceiling anymore, blame a Republican. And when we don't have a government shutdown to force conservative issues, blame a Republican. I am so sick and tired of blaming the left when we're in control of the House. So you know what? It's time to stop blaming the left. Let's start blaming Republicans. And what's really interesting is this. I'm a conservative, and I'm saying that on purpose. I'm a conservative. How many Republicans, for my conservative listeners at home, how many Republicans do you talk to when you ask them what political party they're a part of? How many do you talk to go, well, I'm a Republican, but I'm actually a conservative? I've heard that, right? Have you heard right. that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think it's almost like um, it's almost like I drink beer, but not Bud Light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every time I talk to a Republican, I'm like, hey, um, you know, uh, what do you mean you're a conservative, not a Repu- not really a Republican? Well, um, you know, the, cons- the Republican Party houses some of my values more than the Democrat Party. And so I need to be in a party. And so the Republican Party is the party I'm into. Right. That's what a lot of conservatives say. And then I talk about new Red pill Republicans, you know, the walkaway Republicans. And I go, why are you a Republican? They're like, well, the Democrats were nuts. And I was looking for a new home. And Trump brought me into this party. How many people, Jeff, do you talk to that came to the Republican Party because of Trump? Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of people. Yeah. And there's a lot of Trump supporters that aren't even Democrats. Right. Or I'm sorry, they're not even Republicans, but they vote Republican because of Trump. Yeah. Then you have Republicans. You guys, a lot of you call them rhinos. But I want to correct something. This rhino, and if you guys don't know what rhino is, I know you hear the phrase all the time. It means Republican in name only. That's what rhinos, not a rhinoceros, but like it's an acronym. So who are these Republicans in name only? They're Republicans. I think we can drop I know. I think for now on, let's just be honest with what the party looks like. You have conservatives. You have New people who are in the Republican Party because they like Trump and they're sick of the garbage that's been promised to them by every other politician that's come before him. And then you have Republicans. Republicans hate Donald Trump. Need proof? You don't. You know Republicans hate Donald Trump. Look across the country. New Hampshire. Uh, I'm investigating uh, if whether or not we need to uh, keep Trump off the ballot here. Uh, Arizona. Uh, yeah, we're going to look into whether or not the 14th Amendment for insurrection will keep Trump. They even tried to sue in Florida. And for all of those who love Ron DeSantis, and let me tell you something, I loved Ron DeSantis during COVID. Yes, I did. Loved too. Ron DeSantis during COVID. But now, does he look like an America first MAGA guy? Or does he seem like a Republican? He's a Republican. Yeah. 100%. Now, would you call him a rhino? No. Because in my mind, Republicans are like, eh, I'm not really a Republican. I'm just here for the, for the name ID, right? Which would make sense. There are people who are Republicans just for the name ID. But the majority of the people that you guys call rhinos, they're not in it for the name ID. They're in it because they're Republicans. And they don't like us. And we don't like them. Right. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So where are we as a Republican Party where half of us 
I don't even know what the breakdown might be. Uh, it might be even 50 I don't know. I haven't done the math. I'm just spitballing it at this point. But there's a lot of, quote unquote, people registered Republicans that are angry with Republicans. And there's a lot of Republicans who are angry with everybody else who doesn't agree with them. Just go to a local GOP meeting. You'll see the two factions yelling at each other. That's where we're at. That's the Trump versus DeSantis debate. And if any of you guys seen DeSantis people argue with Trump people, they hate Trump supporters. The DeSantis people don't hate Trump. The DeSantis people hate Trump supporters. Yeah. And now the Trump people are starting to hate DeSantis supporters. Right. How is it that we have a political primary coming up with two candidates who are supposed to be representing the same group of people, yet the supporters hate each other? But but Trump's been great in this whole thing, right? When he, when well, it comes yeah. to debate, he doesn't show up. He right. just I'm going to go on Tucker, you know? Right. I mean, he's been fantastic. His setup of this whole play, yeah. how he's doing it, he's so much uh, wiser this time around of how to uh, work this system. Yeah. And, and we have, we've only seen a fraction of what he's about to do. Yeah. Like, it's going it to be mind-blowing. Like, when I go, what? Like, even when he got arrested, he wasn't on Twitter yeah. for all that time, and he posted the jail picture on Twitter. He's brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> he's brilliant. And the reason why he wasn't at the debate because he's not running for vice president. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that's what's interesting about this, guys. We have this rift in the Republican Party. Now, this is, you know, now I'm airing our dirty line. Now, here I am in the first half telling people to walk away, right? Yeah. We're encouraging Democrats to leave. And then I'm like, welcome to this functional, dysfunctional family. We're not as bad as the party you left, just so you know. We're not uh, endorsing infanticide. Uh, we're not endorsing abortion at, at birth. We're not endorsing uh, having a baby delivered alive and letting it die on a tray. That's not the Republican Party. We're not trying to take away all rights to bear arms. We're not doing the things policy. We're not trying to raise your taxes. We're not trying to tell any racial minority in this country that somehow they're inferior while pretending <laughs> that the other side is racist. Yeah. That's not what we do in the Republican Party. So if you're leaving the Democrat Party and you're looking for a home, I promise you, we got our problems. But we do not have as many problems as the party you're leaving. I promise you that. But that being said, what's really interesting, and then, Brian, I know you're sitting out there, and I'm bringing you in. I promise you. Um, what's really interesting is how are we going to resolve this rift, and what happens after this election? DeSantis people are so mad, they're going to sit it out. Trump people are so mad, they're going to sit it out. We have this rift brewing in the Republican Party, and the question I am going to pose to Brian, and I'm going to bring you on to answer this question, Brian. Uh, What's going to happen to the Republican Party after this election? Can the Republican Party survive? Are we looking at another walkaway event, potentially? Brian, welcome to the David Pollack Show. Hi, David. Thanks for having me today. Uh, great to be with you. Now, the reason why you're here is because you were a Republican and you walked away. Now, you're running for office as a third-party candidate. And I want, and I'm going to take a break in a minute, but before I take a break, I want to ask you, what because you were a lifelong Republican. We spoke. You're a life lifelong Republican, and you decided, you know what, I'm walking away. What inspired you to leave the Republican Party? Well, frankly, uh, some of the opposite reasons that you were just mentioning. Uh, and maybe you would agree that the ugliness within the party uh, bled into my 2020 uh, candidacy for a tax collector. You know, all I have to do is Google my name, Brian Butte, and you'll see what happened and, you know, we can talk about that later more at length. But, you know, uh, we have 10 people here indicted as a result of my candidacy in 2020. And they weren't Democrats. Yeah. I got to tell you, they were Republicans. So uh, clearly my former party, because I now am the first candidate running in the Ford Party ticket in Florida, uh, it was harboring criminals. And so 
that is not unique to either party. And that is what my candidacy is about currently as I run for supervisor of elections here in Seminole County. Yeah, and, and, and for the listeners who want to learn more about this, and um, we don't have a lot of time in the show. That's why I hadn't asked Brian about it. Um, but he he uh, he didn't – he saw some things he didn't like uh, in the Republican Party, and he tried to speak up against it. And when he, his voice wasn't heard, he decided to run, which is what we encourage all patriots to do. You're not – you don't have to be right. beholden to the party. If you and see it, something it, you don't like, run. And it wasn't received very well by the powers that be, and um, some very unfortunate things happened to Brian. People went to jail as a result, and you guys can Google it and learn more. But it goes to the overall premise of what I just talked about, and that's Republicans doing this to Republicans, not Democrats. I'm going to take a quick break, Brian. Hang on just a second. We come back. I want to talk more about this concept. So, guys, don't go anywhere. The David Pollock Show will be right back. I see your truth. David Pollack here. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're looking for more information on any of our sponsors, or perhaps you want to hear a replay of a past show, make sure to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. There you'll also find our latest articles, links to our social media, and opportunities to become a sponsor yourself. So remember to visit thedavidpollockshow.com. With today's economic environment, it's never been more important to secure your hard-earned wealth for you and your family's future. FinSec Life works to offer industry-leading customer service to help successful individuals and businesses protect their wealth. Whether it's a business succession plan, estate liquidity, or a variety of life and long-term care policies, FinSec Life can help deliver peace of mind, knowing that if something happens, you or your company is taken care of. Visit FinSecLife.com. That's F-I-N-S-E-C Life.com. Securities offered through Valmark Security, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Valmark Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. FinSec Life is a separate entity from Valmark Securities, Inc. and Valmark Advisors, Inc. The show's not over, even though the show being over song just came on. <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. And this isn't Pete's fault. But I have to introduce Pete to you guys. Gabe's on vacation. He deserves it. It's Labor Day. So Pete is doing a, a great job back there uh, on the board. I didn't uh, give him any audio clips, but I should have. <laughs> just to see how that goes. But Pete, Pete would have been spectacular. Pete is really great. And uh, so hello back there to Pete, and thanks for filling in. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, so, yeah, getting back to this concept of, uh, you know, Republicans and walking away, Brian, I want to ask you. So you left the Republican Party and, you know, you're now in the Ford Party. You're running for political office in the Ford Party. What do you think is going to happen um, after this whole Trump versus the Republican establishment primary? Do you think the Republican Party is going to survive this or do you think people are going to start the party's going to start to tear each other apart the over um i can only talk about the statistics here in florida but the only group that is growing in the state of florida since november 22 is other or minor parties and the only group that's growing and that by the way that's 10.41 percent yes it's a smaller number but it's growing it's trending uh in seminole county here that same group is growing 15.83%. All other groups, meaning major parties or even NPA, are negative since uh, since November 2022. 
I'm running because I think that I am a moderate, unbiased umpire. And that is what folks are asking for across the country. They're asking for people who are reasonable, who are who listen, who are looking for solutions, and especially with elections. Listen, Republicans don't trust elections and Democrats don't trust elections. So what are we asking for? Do we really want a civil war in our country, a, a cold civil war between two parties? And I can't think of anywhere else in our culture where we only have two options. Even Republicans would say, no, I don't want two options. That's a monopoly. So it's, it is time. Um, I know we've been saying that for a while, um, but let's look, look back at Ross Perot. Yeah, okay, fine. People, you know, Republicans will say, well, Ross Perot brought us uh, Bill Clinton. Okay, well, that was a choice, though. That was a choice that Americans made. And so I'm not, I, listen, I'm a lifelong Republican. I'm ultimately an independent conservative. You know, I didn't change colors. The party left me. The party was nowhere to be seen in 2020 when my life was completely destroyed, completely destroyed. And you and I have talked about that off the air. And so, you know, that's why I'm running. Listen, I'm running against basically Deb Pulley and a Democrat. Uh, Chris Anderson, the current supervisor of elections, uh, said he wasn't going to run. And great folks across both, across the aisles, all kinds of people in Seminole County encouraged me to go ahead and file and run. And I did. One week later, Chris Anderson said, oh, no, I've changed my mind. I'm going to run. So it's pretty clear that my candidacy, my approach to finding solutions to have a calming effect on the electorate is going to be extremely important as our county and maybe even our state moves forward. So and, and, and you mentioned something. You said you're a lifelong Republican. You've left the Republican Party, but you're still a conservative, right? Absolutely. But here's the thing. You know, I wouldn't join the no labels party. Great concept, by the way. No labels, right? That's a party. But There's a party called it, No Labels. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're considering running uh, Joe Manchin at uh, at the at the really? federal level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a real deal too. Um, but yeah, I but I have an entire party which is a a coalition of independents that are saying, you know what, we don't need a platform. What we need to do is sit down and we need to decide where the nation is going. And these two parties are. And it's, of course, let's be honest, it's trumpeted by the media. The media stays in, in control and in charge because of advertising. So it's all about a dollar. Listen, I get it. I'm a, I'm a capitalist as well. I, I believe in the free enterprise of our country. I believe in the founding. But we are so far removed from that founding that now we're, what, two parties? That, that, that's a monopoly that even Republicans would not accept in a free marketplace in any sector that I can think of. You know, my daughter works at Arby's. She doesn't work at McDonald's or Burger King, by the way. She works at Arby's, a third option. There's no other part of our culture except for a two-party system. So I think I'm tapping into what you're saying, although you sound very, very Republican, and you sound very like, hey, I'd like to defend my party, but sometimes it's hard to do that. Well, I'm hoping you're saying that because of what they did to me. And by the way, I'm just one person that likely has undergone the the criminality within within his own party, his former party. Um, th- I, it's just I'm just one person. Um, I know it's happened to other people, um, but mine was so egregious. And the fact is, the fact that the local Republican Party 
didn't even come to stand behind me was so obnoxious, and maybe that will change. And maybe I'll become a Republican again in the future. But as of right now, I'm going to lead and be the tip of the spear, and that's a heavy load to, to carry, but I'm going to be that leader that, frankly, is necessary in this time of turbulence. It's frankly just it's caused by the left and the right, and, and we're losing. The country losing because of that, in my opinion. Now, and and yes, and, and again, I encourage my uh, listeners and viewers to go and Google uh, Brian Butte and follow him because it is a, it's a tremendous story. Um, and here's the thing, though. It's not just you that these political parties are doing this to. Now, this is a very specific case, and it's personally you because it happened to you here in Seminole County. But, you know, and I know you don't agree. I know you're not a Trump. I don't think you're a Trump supporter. Um, I don't want to put words in your mouth. But um, well, I'll, just tell, I'll answer you, that on the air. I voted for him twice. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm a Trump supporter. Oh, it's right. just when you're given two choices, right? When you're given two choices, heads or tails. Right, right, right. Right. And we're forced, we're pigeonholed into that choice. Yeah, well, and, and but the point I was going to make with that is, um, you know, arguably what's happening to Trump is horrific and who's doing it to him. And, it, and on the Democrat side, it's the same, the same situation. You have RFK Jr. They won't even give him a second. They're calling him all kinds of things and they're treating him like he's the worst human being on the planet because he had the courage to step out as a Democrat and say, yeah, I don't agree with your COVID stuff. And look well, what listen, they're doing to him. You know, I, I don't want to draw equivalence between those two people. But listen, I voted for the guy, and, and I have to live with this, but I voted for the guy who said two weeks before the Iowa primary, and this is Trump, I could yeah. stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody, and I wouldn't lose any voters. Now, here's the question. Was he driving people to vote for him because he was audacious and because he said what people were thinking, or was he tapping into the culture itself, the culture of, of the voters, the sentiment of the voters. I don't know. You had mentioned that this maybe started with Obama. Well, Trump started the birther movement. So there certainly were, um, I would agree with you that, that these that this duopoly, so to speak, or the, these battles between the two parties occurred back then. Um, listen, I'm not a Republican anymore. I don't know who they're going to throw uh, against me in, in my own race, but uh, I do know that I have the temperament and the uh, unbiased perspective uh, that will lead that office in a way where Democrats and Republicans will be able to trust me. They will know that this is a guy who fought corruption. Ten people were indicted with ongoing federal and FDLE investigations still three and a half years later. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so guys, uh, and, and so Brian, you're running for supervisor of elections in Seminole County. The election is this November. There is no primary since you're the only member of the uh, Ford Party. So you'll be next on the November. ballot this November, right? November next 7th. November. Oh, next November. Next November. Sorry, yes, I keep forgetting that we're, <laughs> this is 2023, <laughs> not 2024. Yes, yeah. November, what is it? November 8th? What is the date on next November? Well, I bet a good candidate would know that, but sorry, it's over a year from now. Yeah. I don't know this. All right. Date. Well, November of 2020. <laughs> but, uh, but no primary. Yes. But no primary. There's no primary <laughs> for Brian. He'll be on your ballot next November of 2024. Maybe Trump will be on that ballot as well. Maybe Joe Biden, maybe Gavin Newsom, maybe somebody else. But um, you guys go and visit. Do you have a website, Brian? Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, we're waiting for the website to come active uh, in November. 
All right. So, guys, you go just check. check me out. Google me. You'll find me. Yep. Go find Brian. Go check out his campaign. Brian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, David. Of course. My pleasure. All right, guys. So there you have it. So people are leaving the Republican Party, too, not just the Democrat Party, and they have good reasons for it. I want to read you guys a quote real quick. Um, this, I tried to find this earlier, but I forgot to put it in my show notes. And this is what George Washington said. I've talked about the George Washington prophecies. He said, however, uh, political parties may now and then answer popular ends. They are likely in the course of time and things to become potent engines by which cunning, ambitious and unprincipled men will be enabled to subvert the power of the people and to usurp for themselves the reins of government, destroying afterwards the very engines which have lifted them to unjust dominion. Now, I know that's a lot of words, but think about what he's saying. He's, he's warning against the dangers of political parties because when you have these political parties, what they do is they no longer listen to you, the people. Instead, they do for themselves what they need to do. And they bring their people into power, not your people into power. And this is, I think, what Trump has come to represent. I think, which even though he's a Republican, and I understand, I, I sound hypocritical, but I'm not. What I'm telling you is when Trump was inaugurated, he stood on the steps of the Capitol and he said, I'm not taking power from one party and giving it to the other. I'm taking power from these people behind me yeah. and giving it back to you. And boy, was that a shot across the bow of the political establishment and the crosshairs were set on him. And from that point forward, it was an unacceptable reality for the political class in general, Democrats, Republicans, to have somebody that wasn't party loyal first. And look how much attention, have you noticed, they're paying uh, to this loyalty pledge? Right. The Republicans are saying, yeah, if you don't sign this war this loyalty pledge, you're not going to be in the primary. They're warning him in Florida. What is loyalty so important to Republicans? The only loyalty pledge that I'm concerned about is when Donald Trump puts his hand back on the Bible and says, I swear to uphold and defend this Constitution of the United States. So help me God. That is the only loyalty oath that you or me or anybody in this, should, in this country should care about. Jeff, thank you so much, guys. Check out Revivalist Media. Great conversations. We're going to be on my Twitter space. Go at The Pollock Show. Twitter X. We're going to be having this conversation. We go all night. We talk until you guys don't feel like talking anymore. I only have an hour of radio here, but I hope you tune in every single week, 7 p.m. Monday nights, where we bring you the most exciting hour of radio, I think. On the planet. Yeah, on the planet. So thank you so much for being here, guys. Thanks for listening. Happy Labor Day to all the labor people out there. And uh, make sure you tune in every week. Thank you for joining the show. Good night, everybody. It may be rough going just to do your thing.